0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to
1: raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie
2: Wyatt.
1: Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and then we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations. And it is our hope and our prayer that in joining us, you will gain wisdom, insight, maybe even the courage you need to have these conversations with your own kids. So today on the program, we are talking about self-image, and I have with me today three very beautiful, very holy young Catholic women. We have Erin, who is a student at Westerville North and a parishioner at St. Matthew. Welcome, Erin. Aaron. Erin's been here before. You can, you can yeah. talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have Isabel, who's a student at New Albany high school and a parishioner at church of the resurrection. Welcome Isabel. Hi Katie. <laughs> and Maria, who is also a student at New Albany high school, parishioner at church of the resurrection. So welcome Maria. Hey. So, <laughs> um, so, like I said, we're talking about self-image, and I always find it so incredibly ironic that we as a culture, we as a race, struggle with self-image issues, because the book of Genesis very clearly tells us, Genesis one twenty seven God created man in his image. In the divine image, he created him. Male and female, he created them. It's such a powerful statement of our awesomeness. <laughs> right it's it's god telling us that he's the model for who we are um so i so that's why it's always so strange to me that we struggle with self-image issues when we have such a solid such solid proof that we were created to be completely awesome and i just wondered what what your thoughts on this are have you have you pondered this <laughs> or do you have any immediate thoughts on that
0: well um my first thought is like i like this has been like something that's been around like for a while actually like the idea of trying to improve yourself um we read like dorian gray in school earlier and the idea of like um looking younger being like um really beautiful was like around like in the what the 1800s and And, probably long before that too yeah so so it's definitely like a like a topic that like is not really new so like i always want to like jump to the conclusion oh it's the
1: media but really is not like yeah it's kind of just human nature isn't it yeah
0: like
2: we always compare ourselves to other people and it's like it's really easy to do because people are like naturally like want to compare like oh am i how am i doing compared to this person how am i looking or um, feeling compared to this person you want to be as normal i guess as you can but it's really hard to compare yourself constantly and have this um perfect sense of like how beautiful you really are mm-hmm. in God's eyes.
1: Anything to add to that, Aaron?
3: Well, going back to the verse from Genesis, saying that it's like it's different to know something and to believe something. That that can be something that you can know, but if you don't believe it, then it's not going to have an effect.
1: Does does that give you assurance when you hear that when you hear that passage from Genesis? Does that give you assurance from God? Like if you're doubting yourself, if you're having a a self-image day, a self-image struggle one day. Do you, ever, do you ever draw on that for like, no, but I'm awesome. I'm amazing. I was created in the image of God. More or less. Yeah, yeah. you do? You have done that or been able? I should be able to do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes someone reminding us of that, doesn't it? Like on a retreat or at youth group mm-hmm. or something. Um, what are the worldly statements about our beauty and our worth and our intellect that tend to be more influence tend to be the things we hear and think about more often than you know what I mean if we don't if we aren't daily going back to the book of Genesis and saying look how awesome I am guys (laughs) what is it we're drawing on that's that's influencing how we're feeling about ourselves
3: everything around us Mm -hmm. so if we don't surround ourselves with God and like with his word we're going to be surrounding ourselves with everything that's worldly and everything that's worldly it's fallen it's sinful and that's, like, where everything negative is going to be coming from. So if we don't surround ourselves with God, then that's where that all comes from. Yeah. That's where yeah. we draw it from.
2: I think we surround ourselves with a lot of junk on, like, not on purpose, but we're, like, constantly giving like, advertisements and, like, um, like, magazines and different, like, TV shows even. Like, you could be watching a totally, like, normal show that you think is, like, oh, like, not so bad. But, like, some sort of reference or some sort of... Um, judgment from something else could be like seeping into your brain. You couldn't even know it. Like it's you're being advertised to like constantly without even like realizing it.
1: Right. And that's so intentional too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to Isabel, the point you made about how our tendency is to blame the media because you're so right about that. Like that's (laughs) the first thing we always say is, Oh, it's the media, but you're right that it's been going on since long before media was a thing. Yeah. (laughs) So what, so if you, if we can't blame the media, although I do blame the media for a lot. Yeah. um, If we can't exclusively blame the media, though, what do we, what do we point that to? That just innate sense of self-doubt?
0: I want to say, like, kind of going back to, like, what Maria said earlier, too, like, we always like compare ourselves to each other. Like I'll like compare myself to my friends and like I'm sure like everybody's done that before. So um that's probably like another thing like people like long before have done, like, oh the queen has pale skin. <laughs> I should have pale skin. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, whoever is seen as the uh the greatest among yeah. us. That's what we strive for. Yeah, It's funny how that image has changed so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the, you know, it used to be that if you were fleshier and, you know, a little rounder, you were, that's what people wanted to strive for because it meant you were wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like as thin as you can be as, you know, or as muscular as you can be or whatever. Um, What are the issues that teenagers struggle with most in regard to self-image? Uh, I weight
0: pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, I always like see that like like on social media or like someone will make a comment like, Oh, I ate so much today, I'm getting fat. Like, no, like
1: stop. Um Or the other way, yeah. I'm looking pretty good today, I'm gonna post a bikini picture of yeah. myself. Yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So weight is one. What are some other clothing? Okay. Clothing like
3: makeup, hair, accessories, all of that like that can really draw On like how people feel about themselves, like what they look like comparing to them, comparing themselves to other people, what they look like. Is my outfit as good as hers? Does my hair look as good as hers?
1: So there's like a fashion standard. Yeah. What about like, um, do you think teenagers struggle with self-image in regard to like intellectual ability?
2: I do, for sure. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Do you? Yeah. I get jealous, honestly,
2: more about people's like intellectual things, which is kind of weird But, like, I um, think that someone who's, like, really, really smart is, like, really, like, something to strive for. And I think it's something that gets you somewhere rather than something that, like, it's temporary. Like, your beauty is not going to last, like, forever. You're going to constantly, like, change and look different. And an intellectual thing is, like, something that can constantly grow.
1: That's so funny, Maria, because (laughs) you're right. Like, if we could all bear that in mind, okay, beauty is fleeting. Who cares? But what you've done is you've taken that and twisted it. Beauty is fleeting, who cares? Now intellect that <laughs> you're gonna strive for. <laughs> but you're right, that typically, you know, barring some horrific unforeseen event doesn't go away. Your intellect, it grows and gets stronger. Yeah. Yeah. What about like athletic ability? Is that something that's a Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or just
0: talent in general.
1: Yeah. Whatever that may be. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Like when I was younger, like I didn't like do sports that much I'd be like constantly jealous of those like who would play like volleyball or softball and be like oh that's like like a true talent you could have is being able to like do a sport now like here I am like I do theaters so and I can build awesome stuff so
1: yes you can you're a beast I've witnessed it um does that hinder us do you think does that hinder us from becoming who we are meant to be if we're if we're evaluating our image or our ability or our intellect. Yes. Yeah. In what way do you think, Aaron? Because
3: when you're like valuing it against what other people have, you're focusing on what they have and not what you have and what you're supposed to do with the gifts and talents that you have. So yeah. So if you're focusing on everyone else, then you're not able to like go further and go as far as you can with what you can do.
1: I have a story kind of related to that. I just thought of it. I have three brothers and a tomboy sister right and growing up i was a cheerleader and i was a dancer and i was a singer and i like when i played t-ball i would dance in the outfield and pick flowers and like that was my contribution to the team Um, i may have told this story before but um i didn't even try at the sports because my siblings were all so so good at the sports you know and i just always decided well i guess i'm terrible at sports i guess i'll do something else you know And then as I got older and sort of out of their shadows, I discovered, actually, I'm pretty athletic, you know. And then um, one time my sister and I were playing racquetball and I kicked her butt at racquetball (laughs) and she was like, her jaw was on the ground. Like, oh my gosh, you just beat me at racquetball. (laughs) It was so traumatic for, but but that's a situation I asked if if our self-doubt or self-image issues hinder us. In my life, that's a perfect example. You know, I just didn't even try because I assumed, well, I don't have the ability that my siblings have. So I think that happens a lot. Like, Maria, do you ever feel like, I don't even try at academics because I know you do try. At academics, <laughs> but
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a kind of a similar story to you. My brother is very athletic. He is into four sports all year round. Um, and I played when I was little and I was never like... Very good, I guess. But I was always, like, bored with it. Like, I was constantly bored with whatever I was doing. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I don't really like sports. And, and that's okay. Like, my brother's good at it and he likes it. And that's fine. But you have to enjoy what you do.
1: Right. And, right. Yeah. Right. We always, we try to fit ourselves into whatever the trend is or whatever it seems like everybody else is doing. Yeah. And Isabel, that's what you said. You said, you know what? I'm going to get into theater because sports <laughs> isn't my thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think... um you know what? We we don't have a guy here with us today. I wanted to have a guy on the panel too because I was curious as to whether girls and guys struggle with different issues. And I don't know if you can speak to this, like in conversations you've had with your guy friends or just your observations. Do you think that guys and girls struggle with the same issues in regard to self-image? Or do you think they're different? Or is this something we should just stop talking about because we don't know how to, what we're talking about?
2: <laughs> I mean, I can assume they Do struggle with the same things, just in different ways.
1: I'm not sure exactly what those ways are, but um, if we knew, if wouldn't things be different in the relationships between (laughs) men and women? If we could get in their brains, yeah. Were you going to add to that, Erin? I was just going to say, to an
3: extent, that we will struggle with the same things, guys or girls.
1: What What are the things that are most influential? Specifically in your lives or generally in the lives of teenagers, what have been the greatest influences in terms of what has formed your self image? Like a like a good or bad influence? Yeah, either way. Yeah. Let's do good. What 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 or who has formed you to have a positive image of yourself?
3: My family, but especially my mom and my sisters. Okay. In what way? Well, I've, like, I've always had them to look up to, and they've, like, shown me, like, how to not be, like, hard on yourself, how to kind of, like, lift yourself up even when things are bad or, like, even when, like, you're not feeling so great, like, you still are great. And so I've had that growing up. Are your
1: sisters older than you? Yes. Gosh, that's so awesome. So they took their job as older sisters? Yes. Seriously. That's good.
3: (laughs) So, like, especially, like, seeing that, that kind of helped me because I wanted to be like them. Yeah. So... Seeing them do that, I wanted to do that to be like them,
1: yeah what about you, Isabella and Maria? What have been the positive influences in your life in terms uh,
0: of- well, like going to like youth group has been like a like a positive influence like um all the friends and leaders that like i've made um throughout the years have like always been like helpful um, like you could go in one day like feeling like really down on yourself and then come out like you know really feeling much better and having like um like a reassurance, I I guess, to say, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a common theme on this show, too. I always like to remind our parents who are listening, if your kid is not involved in a good youth program, (laughs) try to get them involved, because over and over again, we hear our kids say that their youth group has been instrumental in forming who they are and how they live their faith and that sort of thing. What about you, Maria? What have been the positive influences?
2: Um, I agree with Isabel. Youth group is definitely... um... Got me to see like myself in a more positive light. Um, the people who got me into youth group, I guess is more like my grandparents. They've like encouraged me a lot. And, um, for the parents out there, just, yeah, do what Katie said and please <laughs> encourage your, um, children to go to youth group because it's honestly so amazing.
1: <laughs> what about negative influences? What are the things that, that deter you from being able to see yourself as the beautiful, amazing creation that God intended you to be.
0: Can I say media? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: we can always say media, yeah. even though we are media, but we're like the good guys yeah. in media, right? Yeah.
0: Like any like bad sort of like media out there um, pretty much is like a negative effect. Like, like you said earlier, like the girl that's like kind of like posting like the bikini pic on like Instagram or whatever. Like you kind of like a lot of people would look at that and be like, Oh, I wish like I looked just like her or, you know, I wish I had her hair, like her body and stuff like that. So that's like one, one way.
1: Because it's so in your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to not participate in that part of our culture. Yeah. Any other negative influences, Erin or Maria? Anything that comes to mind?
2: I'd say peers. Um, Probably just because I think that's who we, like, compare ourselves to more directly than more, like, of an abstract person, like a celebrity or something like that. But um we see them, like, on a daily basis. And if our peers are, like, especially if we, like, value their opinion, like, if it's a close friend to you and they are, like, acting a certain way or dressing a certain way, you're more likely, like, pick, to pick it up. And you might even not notice if you do pick it up. But um I think they can be a... um silent negative influence as well
1: that reminds me of one time i had a, one of our teenagers in my office and she was like i'm just so tired of like how thin everyone is and, and so i went straight for the like photoshop defense you know like well we can't trust any of that everybody's Photoshop." she's like no i'm talking about girls that are walking around at my school you know i was like oh sorry can't help you there if you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt. We're here today with Aaron, Isabel, and Maria, and we're just having a really frank conversation about self-image. It's something that affects people at all ages of life. So um, I want to ask if you would be willing to share. Maria, you already talked about how one of your images image challenges is um, when you feel um not as intellectually advanced as some of your peers, but what are what are your personal struggles with self-image that have you had and how have you overcome those? Or have you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, I have one that I always like go back to. Um, a few years ago for Lent, uh, a youth group leader uh, decided to uh, give up makeup and got a lot of other girls to give up makeup too for Lent. And I did that and it wasn't the fact that I wore like a lot of makeup. It was the fact that I felt the need to leave the house with makeup like every single day to the point where like if I wake up late um, and I had to like, you know, rush to the bus stop or whatever. You'd like, rather
1: I, be late and have yeah, your makeup on. Yeah, it was it was
0: getting bad. And like my friends like teased me for it, like being like, Isabel, you don't wear that much makeup.
1: And it was just like, well, kind of important <laughs> Lent here for me. So... so. I must point out that I'm sitting across from you, looking at your beautiful makeup-less face. You have no makeup on, right? Right. And you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> clearly, that was helpful for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like any, like this morning, I woke up late and threw my clothes on. So and it's to the point where I can wake up, or if I'm really busy or stressed, like I don't like feel the need to put on makeup or look like that great for like you know a few hours of school.
1: How freeing is that to not feel that you have to pretty, pretty free. Um, I mean, does it make a big difference in how you feel about yourself? to not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel more confident going out in yeah. the world without makeup. So very cool. Anything to add, Erin
1: or,
3: um, I have a different one. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, it's like comparing myself to others as far as their talents go, especially okay. within like, um, like with the music, with music, because um, I've been a musician for most of my life, and so, like, seeing that like I've worked so hard for so long, and then meeting someone who's just starting, who's like at the same level that I am, <laughs> oh, that can be, really, <laughs> can be really, be um, really disheartening. Yeah. But like, I've been able to like work through that because like, I realize that I'm not, I might not be naturally inclined to it, but I've been given the gift to be able to work hard to achieve what I want, and like what I want to, like what I want to get up to. So like, that's how I've been able to like overcome like that like that self-image issue of being not as talented as other people because I have the ability to work hard to get up to the point that I want to be.
1: And that's something that people might look at you and say, I wish I had the work ethic that Aaron has. I mean, that's something a lot of people don't have and they want. Yeah. And, and that kind of leads me to my next question. Um, I think we all have a desire for self-improvement. It, is that the same thing as low self-esteem? I mean, how is that different? Oh that's tricky. <laughs> yeah. I mean sometimes maybe it's a fine line, huh? Yeah. Um like self-improvement like
0: like you want to like be better like about yourself like there's like a difference between like wanting to work out for like because you want to and be like a better runner like say if you like run cross country um and you want to run like like a half marathon, like you want to like self improve yourself on that that rather than like if you're someone who's like struggling with like their weight or something or feel like they're overweight when really they're not, you
1: know they just right, have like excessive a, yeah about, yeah, right, but that's how I perceive like health reasons or you know strength reasons or whatever mm-hmm. versus image, reasons. yeah, yeah, and Erin, you I mean your example was i want I work hard to yeah. be a better musician, mm-hmm. not so much like. Because I want to be better than everyone else, yeah. but you want to reach your maximum yeah. personal potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what role does your relationship with Christ play in how you view yourself? Like, and has it changed or grown as your relationship with Christ has changed and grown?
3: I've become a lot more confident. Okay, since like deepening my relationship with Him, because like as you deepen your relationship with Him, you learn in every situation. Like don't look to things of the world, but look to Him, and that like what truly matters isn't what people think about you, but what He knows about you. And so, like that's made me a lot more confident because like even if I mess up, the world might look at me as a failure, but God seeing me, He knows that
1: I'm trying my best. Right. right. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> that's the key to every day, <laughs> to getting to the next day. Right. What about you, Isabel or Maria? What role does your relationship with Jesus play? And. In- uh, kind of like the same with like um as time goes
0: on like i get like a little more confident with myself and um when i'm like out in
1: the world seeing yourself more as he sees you
0: yeah yeah
2: i just feel like in general like attending church things just makes me feel a whole lot better about myself because i'm like with people that have the same perspective on a lot of things as i do and um that can like make you in itself like more confident, like you feel more confident and more comfortable in who you are and where you are.
1: So related to to this, you know, for, for kids who just generally struggle with feeling good about themselves or, or who constantly compare themselves to other people, what advice would you give them to help them see themselves? You know, you, you all have grown in your Confidence because of your relationship with Christ. So, what advice would you give people who haven't been able to get where you've been able to get? It's going back to (laughs) before.
0: I'd say, like, get rid of the like bad media. (laughs) (laughs) Cut things out of your life that you can. Or like those who like um, who have like a negative um, for the influence on your life like, you may not, like, see it at first, like, oh, well, they're not, like, a bad influence on me. Like, um, I'm fine. Like, I don't need to cut them out. But, like, you know, like, once you do cut them out, like, your life could be, like, so much better. Like, you can, like, get more confident and um, not be, like, that in, um, indulged in, like, self-confidence.
1: Like has, Like, yeah. Has any of you ever given up social media for lent have you ever done this experiment no no i did this year and i i gave up facebook specifically for lent among other things so you know it's a whole lenten program <laughs> for me and i haven't gotten back on it is so you don't realize how attached you are to that or how much of that's influencing just your day-to-day thinking until you get away from it i, I would agree with you 100 percent on that isabel like Cut those influences out of your life if you can, or when you can, or however you can. Erin, you were going to say something, some Same, advice.
3: You don't have to just cut things out, but like add things to your like to your daily life and to your routine. Like adding, like spending time in adoration, spending time in prayer, is like add in more time for Christ, mm. and everything just naturally
1: will fall into place. Your perspective changes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and your your priorities, yeah, change. definitely, yeah. Um, One of the documents that came out of the Second Vatican Council, Gaudium et Spes, there's a quote that I want to read. Thus, when man recognizes in himself a spiritual and immortal soul, he is not being mocked by a fantasy born only of physical or social influences, but is rather laying hold of the proper truth of the matter. I love that quote so much. That goes back to kind of what you were saying. If you add more christ in your life you're going to recognize your spiritual self and your immortal self and the important part of who we are and the eternal part of who we are um and that's the proper truth of the matter i just i love that quote so um i want to thank you all for being here and for just being so honest and being so open i want to close in prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen lord we love you and we praise you we thank you lord for creating us We thank you for loving us into being. We ask you, Jesus, to help us remember every day who we are and whose we are. Help us to rejoice in that and to strive only to please you, Jesus, only to love you more. And we ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now.
0: Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com.